very good. This is a fresh perspective on business podcast. A podcast. A podcast. About business. About business with Laura and Emily Leyland. Hello. Hello. We are the directors of Fresh Perspective Resourcing, which is a recruitment business with a few twists on the traditional. A few lemon and lime slices. Oh, yes. Go with your gin and tonic. Twist it. Oh, I'd love a gin. We are drinking coffee. Oh, thank you. We are drinking gin. I would love to drink gin. Yeah, gin last night. We did have two, two gins. Naughty ladies. Mm. On a Wednesday. Oh, we had a tough day. We really deserved it. Oh, yeah. It's been a tough week, it has. We (laughs) hope you're feeling all right. But, yeah, so we are sat round Emily, my kitchen island, in uh, good old Bromley Cross in Bolton. (laughs) In Lancashire. In England. (laughs) Wow, we could go further on planet Earth. And this is a podcast all about, I suppose, our take on business. So that means that it's not professional, professional. Our views are our own. Yeah, absolutely. Don't get upset if you don't agree. That is fine and absolutely your prerogative. Absolutely. But we we cover all sorts of different things, don't we? From Well, this is all going to be about women in business, hence the title, More Than a Woman. Which Emily's been singing all afternoon. (laughs) More than a woman, more than a woman. (laughs) Is that not the Alicia? Alicia? Elias song. Yeah. But then it's not. Ah, oh, did we not want to call it I'm Every Woman? No, More Than a Woman's better, isn't well, it? Well, there is that one. <laughs> yes, but it's we not. We are the... speaking on behalf of every woman. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I'm every woman. It's all in me. Ooh. Do it naturally. We also need to say thank you to apparently a big chunk of our listener base, which is actually quite wide ranging, believe it or not. We have, yeah, in terms of demographic, we've got people as young as 16 and as old as 92. Three. 93. Wow. Mm. Which is tremendous. But a big chunk of that is apparently women in high-powered jobs, which is really, really good. So we thought we'd, we'd dedicate episode 23 to you. Thank you so much, high-powered women. Yes. For high, all your lovely High-powered women. That was, oh, that was a terrible sound. And high-five to you all being high-powered and shit. Yeah. Mm, and she's... <laughs> So, before we continue, please, 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 for everyone, including the high-powered women out there... Especially those people. <laughs> especially those people. We understand that following doesn't serve you in any way, shape, or form. When I say you, I mean the listeners. It literally does nothing for you. We understand that. But it does many, many things for us, us yes. lovely podcasters here at Fresh Reflective on Business HQ. Yeah, recording all day and all night. Oh, <laughs> even when we've had a tough... Tough week, we are still here yeah, for after you. Gin. We so come after gin. If you follow us, we can get to do some cool stuff on the mm. on the platforms, the podcast platforms in relation to our podcast. So we would really, really appreciate it. It takes six or seven seconds if you are like Laura, <sighs> and maybe half an hour if you like Emily. But you know, this is a lie. She's already lying, and we're not still, even five minutes. Still do it, please, please. <laughs> yeah, it does mean a lot, and that's across all the platforms as well. It just gets us in into a better position. We will come in more people's ears and help and entertain the masses. So please, please do that. And yeah, if you do want to contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast so far, give us some feedback, then please stick Fresh Respective Resourcing into Google and we will come up or put mine and Laura's name into LinkedIn. And we would absolutely love to get your feedback. So, Laws, what is episode 23 in Spanish? 23. 23. I cannot wait till we get to 28. <laughs> Why is that? Because it's my birthday. It's my day of birth. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, I've got something to update you on, which oh. I'm not happy about. 
Oh, oh no. Do you remember last... Do you want to start recording? No. Do you remember last week when I talked about what Pete was doing with the pugs and that <gasps> yeah. he registered them at the vets under his name? Gross. So if you don't know this story, obviously you need to listen back, back to Ventadoss. Well, <laughs> they've, been, they've all been in the vets this week because somehow they've all got kennel cough. And then... They rang me, the vets rang me today, mm-hmm. or it might have been yesterday, and they was like, is that Mrs. Taylor? I'm like, no, it's not. Is this like a secret map? See, I assumed that his intentions were naughty, because he was doing it behind your back, but maybe he's proposing, and he's just doing it in a really weird way, like, through the vets. <laughs> <laughs> not brave enough to do it himself. He's like, I want you to be Laura Taylor, not Laura Leyland. Yes, maybe that's it. Maybe. Peter, come on, grow up. I'm just checking our sound levels. Everything's looking all right. We have got a, a relatively consistent sausage. <laughs> oh, that's on the screen. There's no... We don't have any sausages here, unfortunately. Emily's <laughs> penis-shaped bottle opener. <laughs> yes. Which we are not allowed to talk about on the radio. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, let's not get us started on things we are not allowed to discuss. Uh, yes, we don't like being suffocated, do we? <laughs> we do not like to be stifled. <laughs> That's <laughs> or suffocated. <laughs> Definitely not suffocated. Stifled is the word. Well done. Stifled. <laughs> I like saying it, but I can't remember the word. Okay, so what have, what have we been doing this week? Oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm literally, absolutely, literally, absolutely 100% shattered. <laughs> He's tired. Tired. He's tired. What have we been doing? I actually don't know. I feel quite stressed this week with what's been going on at work. But... We've had a good week this oh, we actually have, yeah. We've hired, we found six people jobs and we brought on three new pieces of work into Fresh. So we've got three more opportunities to find tiny, people work. Tiny clap, tiny podcast tiny clap. clap. I was speaking to um, a guy who's in our pipeline at the moment. He's going to come on board for salespeople. And he said, how have we got on this week? And I said, oh, we found six people jobs. He's like, who, who says it's a global pandemic? Not when Laura, Laura E calls me, Laura E and her sister around at Fresh Perspective. It's like global pandemic, what? Because we are the recruitment job fairies. We oh, are. We are. That's just amazing. What? It is, no. Things are going really well, aren't they? Even though it's dead, it's quite stressful at the moment just because we've got a lot on. And what we've kind of done is dip, dived, don't, for God's sake, into our business. And we're just trying, we're almost Jumped. doing it. In, yeah, yeah, that is much better. I don't know why I always get diving down. I can't around. dive anyway. Dived, I dived. Dive bombed. <laughs> Which is better than jumping, obviously. But yeah, we've almost gone back into the core of the business and we've, done a bit of a sort of data cleanse if you will an information cleanse so we're really trying to sort of clean up our processes make sure that yeah just make sure that everything looks good for for training for inductions so i would i would absolutely right now especially if you're not super busy even though we are super busy i'm doing that but if you've got a bit of time do some this is why do some cleaning up of your act this is why our heads hurt because we don't like adding our data because we're not good at it no i just don't think i like doing it i'd much rather spend my time doing other things I'm oh. not good at it, I'll admit it. I'm Emily and I'm bad at admin. Hi, Emily. <laughs> I'm Laura and I'm great at admin, I just don't like it. I just it. don't want to do it. I've got to give people a chance to, you know, do do other things. I can't be good at everything. You've got to give other people jobs. Basically. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I've been watching something on Netflix recently that I didn't think you would like at first. I'm not sure you liked the first season. Mm-hmm. It's called Harlots. Harlots? Okay, I'm interested. And it's about um about Harlots. Okay. Harlots are still in ladies. Oh, amazing. Yeah, and it's all about the houses in London, like we are the whorehouses and, yeah. Is it cheesy? It's in the first season's cheesy. I just, I, I feel like, like they're cheese. acting, I think, no, it's not cheesy, but I feel like they're acting 
warms up as as it goes on. At the beginning, it's a bit like Rusty. not as good the acting. What are they overacting? I don't know. I can't explain well, it. Well, I will happily. It's because it's all in them olden day language. So when they get angry at each other, they don't swear like we swear. It's like you, thick-headed chunk. <laughs> then you're like, oh wow, that's so like that, thick-headed chunk. <laughs> you thick-headed lump. They, they, and, but I feel like they don't give it enough vigour because it sounds weird. Because it's almost like a bit posh. But they seem and posh a bit like, lungs. this is strange. When really you just say, hey, you effing wanker. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah! Did you just do that? He's <laughs> awful. This is awful, but yeah, very, very busy, but we are, we're happy, we're still smiling, we've not cried too much, because it's alright to cry, I would all, always urge you to have a good cry at the end of the day, it's great. We have tissues on every table at Fresh. Yeah, we do, we do, we actually, <laughs> but who gives a crap toilet roll though, 50% goes to building toilets in uh, underprivileged countries, and just recycled. in case. So, let's crack on and talk about our chosen subject of the week. Our theme of the week. Oh, you've not done that for so long. I know, I feel like we've lost our way. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so our theme of the week is all about women Girls. in business. Girls. Who run the world? Girls. Girls. So we wanted to do it because about the prime audience that we told you about. But this is dedicated to all of you high-powered women that listen to yeah, us. Yeah, but also the men out there because... I think mm. I've been listening to a book by Catelyn Moran and it's called, I think it's called More Than A Woman. Let me just get it up because she's wrote a few different books, but these are the audible ones. Yeah, it is More Than A Woman. And it's really, really good because she's done a few different ones, I suppose, through her life. And this is now that she's apparently middle-aged and she's got a couple of girls, a couple of teenage daughters, and she's sort of navigating her way through the life and times. And then she's talking about why men hate women, which I know sounds horrendous, but it's about... She's saying, I wonder what the reasons are why. Have you heard of incels? Yeah, but I don't think I know what it is. So I think it's men who have never had sex um, and they're saying that they can't... <gasps> oh, yeah, it was on an episode of FBI. Right, yeah, and there's a Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't think what book Obviously, they're like, they're extremists. Yeah, so they're extremists, but there's, like, forums and stuff like that and then they, they don't like women, but it's because they can't have sex or something. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm out of butchering that, so please, please don't quote me on this. But she says... Catelyn's sort of version of, of why we've got this hatred towards women is because for the last, like, God knows how long, it's all been about women in business and forums, all this man stuff where women are helping oh, the other women. Movement, the women's it? movement, Women in tech. Yeah, we're, women literally everywhere. It's all about what women are doing. Women in the workplace, women all on social really media. All we're really doing rebalancing the scales. But, but to them, it doesn't feel like yeah, it. Yeah, and it's been about them for so long. Absolutely, because of the patriarchy. And the only reason there's all these movements is because, you know, women weren't... Do you know, she said something on it obviously women weren't allowed to vote and all that kind of stuff and they didn't have the freedom or drive. but apparently she said something like you could you could sell your your wife to or you could get your wife put in a mental asylum oh if you didn't want to be with her anymore you could just get this her is like, what's happening in harlots it's called bedlam oh my god they send them to bedlam because so um what the Look most at this this is I know the, the, the most recent character in it is just just started season three. She was caught having sex in the hair barn with a guy. Okay, but in the house, her like stepdad was talking to a guy about taking her off his hands and like making her his wife. Yeah, he's like, let's go and get. Her. She's in the stable. She's always there. She's horse mad, but I'm sure you can sort that out. When actually she is riding. She isn't riding a horse. She is riding she, something. She's riding a man. 
I'm just having a great time. Oh my gosh. And because of that, he sent her his own, well, his stepdaughter and her mum, because she has no power because she's female, just had to put up with it. And they sent her to Bedlam, which, and then she got molested in there. So is that what Bedlam is? Yeah, I think that's where the word comes from. Oh my god, this is so interesting. But then there was another one. So there's one situation where Liv Tyler's in it. She is a woman. She's like a high society. And her brother, I think the parents died when they were younger. So they've got a fortune. But he manages the fortune. He won't give her her own money. So she has no freedom and flexibility. And he's like, if you don't stop being crazy, because when she's talking to him about, you need to do this and sign over mm. my money, he's like, stop, that's t- he's hysterical like, stop being and hysterical crazy. and crazy. Oh. He's like, I'll have you put in bedlam. So he could literally just put her in there. Oh my goodness, this is insane. Yeah. And there's, there's, a series and just on, there's a series on Audible called, um, I think that's called Hysteria, and it's actually free. And it talks about, you know, all the times when there's one that's dedicated to women, and it's like when women are obviously kicking back and saying what they don't agree with and stuff, they're classed as hysterical, aren't they? Yeah. And it will all come from that, which is really, really interesting. But I do think this has got a lot to play, a, a big part in in why, I suppose, we've got these extremists. And what's the group of men called? Is it men, male rights activists? MRA? Yeah, know. and they would, like... They, they're obviously all about hating women and stuff and, like, you know, like, they're trying to go for full custody. And I totally get that a lot of it tips in the female's favour when it comes to custody battles and stuff like that, and I get that. Which isn't right. No, absolutely not. And, and nothing is ever going to be 100% equal, is it? We, we just don't live in that world. But it is... It did just sort of get me thinking that... It was all about men, but way back in the day, and now it's all about women, but you think of all the men that are still maybe trying to achieve things, that actually they're right in the shadow of women now. And so I kind of do understand it. And it just, then I just made me think that, God, this is, it's really, really interesting. Yeah, that when you lay it out speaking. like that, it yeah. makes sense. Because I mean, I don't know how accurate this programme is, but it's quite apt considering what we're talking about. But mm. there's the characters in it, and then obviously you've got the the prostitutes, and, and they're looking for a keeper, so a regular person that'll put them yeah. in a house, and they're a kept woman, and they, they still have a wife, but they have the mistress, and they keep them, and that's what they're all trying to get, a well-established keeper who'll pay them and look after them. Um, but then one guy is in it, he's not in it anymore, and um, he's got this mistress and a wife, but it's his wife's money. She's the one with the fortune, it's her family have the money she can't he's it. married into it so she has the money but she just has to put up with him doing what he wants spending it because because she's the wife and she's <gasps> the female and in the end he dies because she kill him because the whore kills him oh. he, tries, he tries to force her when she doesn't want to and so she stabs him oh my god and then she's and at the end this. she goes around to the house i'm so sorry she's like don't be sorry i'm free <laughs> oh, this is, it is crackers though isn't it i think i just think we need it's something that we, we need to think about. And I think if we start... Women in business, obviously, are a massive thing. So we've got an all-female girl band going on at Fresh. Oh, my God. And then... <laughs> call today with a... Um, so we do our... We walk people through our proposals on Zoom to bring it to life. And, and on the front page of the proposal is a picture of us all. Obviously, we're a girl gang, like Emily just said. And he's like, do you not like men? <laughs> like, yes, we love men. We've just not found one that's been good enough to work with. No, I don't think that... It's not that we're particularly strict. It's just that... We've I interviewed suppose, guys, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. It's not... I mean, we, we would hate to get serious. I would love... I'd love a guy. In the office, not just, you know, I'd love a guy. <laughs> I would I just love a guy. I already yeah, have one of those at home. End of the podcast. 
But it, it's not, yeah, it's definitely not that we're not sexist at all. I'm a feminist, Laura's a feminist. Uh, all that we, the, the, the definition of feminism for us equality. is just equality, equal rights for those that want to pursue those opportunities. If you don't, that's also all right. So I don't think we all need to be going after the exact same jobs. And just the because women and men are very, very different. We are different species, in my opinion, anyway. But no, we have interviewed men. And it's just, I do think it will probably always be weighted towards women. But that's because of what we're like and I suppose the message that and we it's send what we, out. It's what we attract, isn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You, you, you vibe attracts your tribe and all that kind of stuff. But I suppose, what would you say, Lars, are the most, difficult things about being a woman in business oh for me i feel that some men think that our office is pink and fluffy Mm -hmm. and that we sit around drinking tea all day and that we can be pushed around Mm. um that frustrates me why do you think that because it's happened (laughs) yeah i'm asking you know like i'm a reporter i'm not (laughs) in the business (laughs) where have you been for the past four and a half years yeah because it happened and and then when you push back i think one instance He's like, oh, you're quite harsh because I pushed back. I'm like, no, I'm not standing for this. This is not right. And I'm mm. going to stand up for myself in a professional and calm way. And he said, oh, you're very harsh and, and uh, aggressive. And I wasn't being oh, aggressive. I hate that. I always like, get told I'm aggressive. would never say that to a man. No. And we can't say never, but it's unlikely. Unlikely, okay. Yeah, because I know I, I keep saying never and, and, and it's, it is too broad, isn't it? But it is unlikely. I do think we, we do get quite a lot of stick like, and we do try to push back. It is, it is the hysterical, you're a, you're a witch kind of thing, you're a bitch, all those kind of, we, we get that sort of stuff. And I think, for me, one of the hardest things is, is, being be, is being judged on how we look. So people will often sort of comment about, I suppose, the collective look oh, of our fresh. aesthetics. Uh, um, yeah, it's a big thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, our social media images and our videos, you can put money on it that one of us, every day I'll get some comment on how we look, whether it's our top, our face, our hair. But even women, I, I've noticed a lot. So I would never write on anyone's post on LinkedIn, your hair looks good, unless the video was about hair, they're selling some sort of hair product or they're making a point about it. And it, and I think it's even more sad when women say, oh, your hair looks nice. I just think, just don't comment, or just comment with an emoji or something instead. Mm-hmm. I might say that you look gorgeous, but I also say it's the guy, that's the guy. But we say that. <laughs> we say that in our in our circle, though, don't we? We tend to... And, and maybe if you do say it, it might be something that you need to think about. I don't know, but I think I try and not do that because I don't say that to get... I, I don't say that on, on men's stuff as well. I only say it in, in our internal... Uh, that we've see, got it fresh. I, it's interesting because I from when from speaking to loads of people about video, especially over the last six months, when people are like, oh my god, you guys just do videos all the time and you must be really confident. Like we weren't always like that, and we are bothered about how we sound and how we look. Mm-hmm. And that's I would say ninety percent of the people I've spoken to about video is that they don't like the sound of their own voice and they don't like the way that they look. And so I try to put people at ease. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a really good that point. Way. Yeah. Because but the opposite side of that is, say, if you... Say, when, when someone wrote about my hair, I loved it. I'm not saying I didn't like the comment. I was like, oh, great, she'll relax my hair. Especially because some guy was saying that they, I should tie it back on the same post. So that And she might have been doing it because of that. But what we shouldn't be doing is only focusing on how that person looks because then that's exactly well, what we're trying to get away from. Yeah. yeah, not just women. I saw this post and it was um, that guy... Oh, I don't want to say his name, but um, but he put this. It was a meme, and on one side it was, it was like a guy, a picture, a silhouette with a picture of a guy, and underneath it said family values, um, freedom, blah blah, like attributes or situations on it for a good life. That was meant to be the good side, and the bad side was cars, money, 
women and something else. And I was like, are we using this meme? Like, the word women was used like an object. object. And I couldn't, and so many people had commented like, yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, definitely the other side. And I was like, why is no one focusing on the fact that we've put women in there like with cars, money, and like a big house. Oh, no, it said mansions. <laughs> mansions? <laughs> cars, money, women, mansions. And I thought, oh, my goodness, are we really still being seen like an object? That, it really, really got me mad. And that is all that, and I thought, I can't come, I can't engage on this. Would you see the same? The other way around. Yeah. I don't know. I do think my razz is set to that. Not as much. I used to a bit of a chip on my shoulder. No, I mean, like, if it was a, a meme about women, and the, the good, what you want is a good life, and then the bad things... wouldn't put men in it, would No, we? I don't think so. I, I would Unlikely. never. Unlikely. Yeah, the, the bad things would be... Yeah, very good, very good. <laughs> very good. But it is true, isn't it? Like, I wouldn't... I don't see, like, the bad things about... Um, you know, like, say, like, a really crazy, fast-paced life where you're interested in cars and money and big houses and men. I just wouldn't... I would Live never throw it. <laughs> but I would never throw it into the same thing. But it would be really good to hear from you guys who are listening, like, what I suppose you think are the pros and cons of being a woman in business. But Kathleen Moran also put out something on Twitter and she said, what are the bad things about being a guy? So not a guy in business because it wasn't about that. But then so many people, like, what are the tough things? And this one guy had said, I find it really sad when my wife blows out the scented candles before she goes to bed because I'm still up and I really like them. But she thinks I don't. Well, tell her. I did think that. I was like, why don't you just tell her? Or I like them again. But also, and then, then there was other, this other thing. Again, what is I'm it when she blows them out? You can't just, pull them back oh, on. Why, when she's blowing them out, go, can you leave them on? I did think that. Why we feel, it was really cute, but then I also thought, is, maybe he's a mute. It's like Chandler on <laughs> Friends with the back, bubble bath. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. But also, one big thing that came back about the men was that being feared by straight people. Like, wherever I go, I know that I, like the one guy wasn't able to help a little girl who had fallen over like outside of school or something like that because he's like imagine the repercussions of that like imagine what could have happened oh, I could have been seeing it and I know and it got me really thinking about yeah we we say we don't like this and we don't like that but it might be good for us to open things out and I suppose see what the issues are that men are facing at the moment to try and I suppose level things off and remove some of the extreme hatred that's oh. going on out there it's not because that, is yeah it? well the suicide is higher in men yeah. than women it'd be nice to understand that why why yeah. is it higher yeah so see we're not men haters at all we love pushing women in business that and that's, that's because, because we are women in business there's nothing we can do about that no definitely not and I think we've got a few stats as well which I'm just trying to find on this document because I'm not very good someone with gave me a stat a couple of years ago it was our wonderful VA Robin and it was something like now it's not exact I can't remember it I did have it on a post-it note but I think I lost it when I moved desks um, it's something like 93% of recruitment business owners are male oh no which is insane that's so high do you why do you think that is I think I know. I think it is a male-dominated industry, and I think because maybe... It's because of the fast cars, the mansions, the money and the women. Live fast, die young. <laughs> yeah. It's the bachelor lifestyle, isn't it? But it's, I don't know. Because, I mean, the recruitment doesn't have the best rep it, it could have, and I think that's because a lot of people get in it for the money, mm. the cars, the women, <laughs> the mansions. Sorry. Like, yeah. I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, we're joking, we're joking. Keep listening, men, please. <laughs> um, I think it's because it is quite salesy. People see it as aggressive, hardcore, yeah. pushy, stressful, long hours, um, cutthroat and brutal. Mm-hmm. And those attributes typically would normally probably be more... Look, typically probably were very scared to say anything. Likely, more likely to be associated with men 
than women well, so by oh, some well, people. You did, oh my goodness, you didn't even have that written down. <laughs> <laughs> you did really, really well there. No, well, you, so you are right. <laughs> I know, me so too. My oh my no, it is. And we're, try, we're, we're trying not to be one-sided here at all because we're absolutely not. But... I think, and I'm going to ask Laura about this in a minute because I think it's really good for you. I mean, I already know about it, but I'm going to interview her anyway because it's her who's done it and not me. But I feel like this is an idiot <laughs> <whole> episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there isn't as many female business owners. There's just not. And obviously not we as would many love to level it out. Women in senior positions. No, there isn't. Now, I understand, and we've 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 read all the books, haven't we, where it's like, you, you're a woman, you can have it all. You can have the kids and the husband <laughs> and, and the money <laughs> and the car. Oh my god, we are doing this again. We are so sorry. You can do it Take all, but you can have it all. You can do it all, and all that kind of stuff, which is great. But it is—it must be quite difficult. So obviously, like we've got Jane who's leaving for maternity leave very, very soon. She's not leaving. She's going on maternity. Yeah, leave. she's pausing her employment with us. No, she's staying employed. <laughs> Jane, pause, pause. <laughs> You're still employed, Jane. Yes, do not go. But what it is, but I suppose she's got really supportive employers. So when she comes <laughs> back, we do say so ourselves. No, but we are because if she comes back, we will be super flexible like we are. We will appreciate that she's got a newborn at home. She'll be able to sort of dip in and dip out when she wants to come back. And it's there'll be a lot of flexibility. But unfortunately, especially in the more male-dominated industries and where you've got male business owners, leaders. They won't necessarily understand it from a yeah, female perspective. And that's perspective. all it is. It's but just I don't, a lack of understanding. Yeah, I don't think it's that they're like, right, no, I should have a baby and I don't understand. I don't I don't think it's like a deliberate thing, but they're not going to understand how that is. Like, like Alyssa who's breastfeeding, like having to breastfeed so many times a day. And it's like, even if she did want to come back to work, it would be like we see all the creches in America and stuff and where they've got babies in the office because some women do want to come back to work. But if you're breastfeeding then how do we even make that work? And I think this is a massive part of why we don't have as many women in senior positions. But if we just saw things... At least some time out to have the baby, look yeah. after the baby. So in that one, even if it's a month, it's very short, yeah. it's still a month's time where their counterparts in their organisation are trying to get ahead of them. Yeah. And they go back and even they're a month behind. Imagine if you take a year out. Oh, no. That's... Uh, potentially and that's why literally what you would take with put pregnancy. Their, yeah, put their career progression back. And it's one of the main things that crops up when I ask people, why did you decide to set up your own business? And I ask women this. It's the, women are the probably 99% of people that say they needed flexibility with childcare. Yeah. So that's why they set up their own business, to be to add flexibility in. It would be really... I'd, I'd really like to find out if, when say, we did some research into female business owners... And how many of them have children? You know, or, but even women who, or say, maybe more women in high power positions who aren't working for themselves, but they're really high up at the top. I wonder how many of them actually have kids. It'd be really, really interesting to know the stats because yeah. is that something holding them back? And if it is, well, I'd love why to can't know. we do something about Did it? Did it hold you back? Do you feel it held you back and you had to work extra to make up yeah. the, the ground that you potentially lost by taking time out to have a family? I would love to see posts like this on LinkedIn about women who have got kids and they've got these amazingly high powered jobs and they've been stupidly successful. Go out and share what you've done so that other women are like, do you know what? I don't have to just take X It'll be because inspiring. of X. Oh, it really, we'd love to start a movement. Oh, yeah. A more than a woman movement. Oh. But um, I think we've been talking for oh, quite a while. So I was going to ask you about Oh, the... God, she's got a graph up. <clears throat> I have got a graph up and I don't understand it. Can I, I, you, do I you understand the graph? I don't think Emily's ever shown me a graph. You can look at the graph. Laura will be able to understand the graph. She's good with data. But I'm going to ask you in a second about the 2-0 project. So 
Fresh was completely self-funded up until very, very recently. And there was a big, again, there's another stigma attached to this, isn't there, as to why it was. Yeah. Um, do you want to understand the graph? Yeah, so it's showing <laughs> that in 2012, 15% of uh, board directors were women in the top FTSE 100 companies. Um, and then now it's only, well, it's double, which is amazing, but it's taken seven years. It's still only 32% of board directors are women in FTSE 100. How interesting is that graph? Very interesting. <laughs> it's, it's good, but it's it's not where it needs to be, is it? No, definitely not. No, two-thirds are men. Well, look, at, look what we've achieved. In seven years? <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, do you want to talk a little bit to our lovely listeners about the 2-0 project? And I will have a look how we're doing for time. <laughs> yeah, it's a Lancashire County Council... Um, and Boost and Northern Power Women partnered up to create a programme called Two Zero, which was to help women business owners, women entrepreneurs scale their businesses, not just grow them, scale them up. So you had to be of a certain size, certain turnover, and have scaling up plans um, to be eligible. Um, so I, I, I was lucky enough to be invited. It only needs one person from each company, so I toddled along. And it was it created a peer network of women business owners, which is brilliant. So you could share in a real supportive group, share challenges without fear of being judged or seen as being weak. Yeah. Or the, you it's know, really important, isn't it? Yeah. And so it was, and it was just all about make, giving, making us com- more confident, more resilient, be aware of our, our self-belief, our self-worth, our value to push, to make us want to push ourselves forward at every opportunity. What, because typically and statistically, women don't as much as men. Mm. Women are more likely to make do, to yeah. keep a lid on it, to not speak up, to not push forward. Where men are more likely to be louder, to push forward, to go for opportunities, to scale up, whether they think they should or not, and be bold and more of a risk taker. And I think that's because typically... Women are, are not the homemakers, but are the, nur- the more nurturing. We think about things more and what the what might happen if something weren't to go to yeah. plan. I think that's a really good. I also think this comes down to physical, like the physical body as well. So women's bodies, whether you are a man hater, woman hater, or you just love everyone, women's bodies will go through more than men's. You will have to withstand a lot more pain, as in, unless you're obviously a man in a car crash and, and a woman who's not, but you will have to go through more pain and suffering than a man would do, especially if you bear children. But, that, but that's on a, on a monthly basis. Though, well, exactly, yeah. yeah, your body, and, and, <clears throat> and with being cyclical and men being more linear, and again, this is stereotypical, not every single human creature is that is like that. But you are, you have got to deal with a lot more stuff. Your hormones are crazy most of the time, whereas men have more testosterone and they're not necessarily going up and down but as I much as women. So you've got to cope with more. You need to be calmer because yeah. they probably are. Yeah. Oh my goodness, absolutely. And this is why women get called hysterical and men get called he was assertive. And that's and again, that is another stereotype, but that is dominant. what happens. Yeah, but that when the what you were saying is, there, posi- is a positive term whereas a dominant woman. Ooh, is, no, it's totally, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's like the whole, I mean, no, I'm not going to go into slags and bachelors. I'm just not going to do it. But when you were talking then, all you you were sort of explaining that men are dominant and women are passive in, in the way that they go about business and typically, ask them on it typically, yeah. yeah, which I think is really, really interesting. Well, when our, um, our business coach we had for a really long time, 
she said that of all of her customers, it's the women customers, and they were usually business owners, but some people were senior people mm. in businesses, so they weren't just only self-employed. It's the women that always had issues with pricing. Um, not always, probably mostly had yeah. issues with pricing, weren't charging enough, would give things away for free, and it would be the women in employed positions that might not put themselves forward for promotions if they didn't think they had all the skills Whereas their experience with men, where they would go for it regardless mm. because they wanted the promotion. We want to go for it regardless. I want, but I just want everyone to go for it regardless. Yeah. But obviously, more women need to do it just so that we can get a little bit more equal. And then I would love to live in a world where we're not trying to fight for women's rights. I would love that because that would mean that things are more equal. Just fight for rights. Yeah, just people. literally rights in general and people in general. Yeah. So we've been talking for quite some time now, but I think it's been a really, really... I've enjoyed it, talking about oh, this. Oh, yeah. It's been... We've kind of... Usually, we're a little bit more planning, and I have planned, and we, I have put stuff into the schedule, believe it or not, but me and Laura haven't actually discussed this until today, so you've we haven't prepped it between each other, which I think has been quite nice, because you've said stuff that I wouldn't usually... Well, I want to know about. Oh, God. Oh, my God, you shocked me today. Oh, so, a good book to mention as well. I, I, did you listen to Lean In? By Cheryl Sandberg. Cheryl Sandberg? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah I listen like that. to When we say we listen to a lot of books because we're 100 miles an hour and we're always doing stuff, Audible and TED Talks oh, and all the rest I of it are it. our best friends because we do massive advocates for CPD and developing yourself. And so we're constantly listening and digesting books. <laughs> so if you've got any recommendations for some books that we could uh, we could listen to, then fire away. Mm. Okay, so please follow us if you're not doing already. You know what it's going to mean to us. We will be forever grateful. Send you very positive messages from Bolton. <laughs> we will. And uh, please find us on Google Fresh Perspective on Business or Fresh Perspective Resourcing or search for our names. And uh, yeah, please get in yeah, contact with us. We'd love to hear Facebook, from you. Twitter, Instagram. Get in touch with us. We genuinely would love to hear from you, especially on this topic because it's really, really close mm. to our hearts. We would love if you got in touch on any of the things we talked about and with any of the questions that we would like answered by you that we've asked in this episode. We really, really would love to hear you. We aren't just saying that. No, definitely not. And we're thinking about doing maybe next time on um, imposter syndrome, aren't we? Yeah. Which will follow up quite nicely with this. You'd you'd actually make our day. Someone contacts (laughs) us, listen to your podcast and I've got a question. (gasps) That would absolutely make our day so why do we now why would you not want to do that yeah definitely do it now before we're well famous and we just get inundated with letters and then we've not got a chance to go through our fan mail someone else does it for us we can still do our fan mail right now people (laughs) i mean only (laughs) just right thank you very much thank you kindly bye now